Full Service Radio. Welcome to BYT Radio. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This week is a special episode with BYT contributor Priya Konings. Priya is a fantastic food writer for British Young Things. She's been doing that for the past few years. But maybe more importantly, uh, her day job is the kind of job that will uh, change the world. And that's not some figurative, big language that doesn't actually mean something. Priya is making the world a better place if you believe in things like children. Yes, I did review U2 last week. We've already gone over that. I am not speaking as if I am Bono. Priya is an amazing human being, and she's doing very good work. And there's a specific reason that she's on the show this week. Well, the, the, the crux of the episode is about tonight's event at Dino's Grotto. So we're going to get to that soon. Without further ado, here's our chat with Priya. And then following Priya and my chat, we're going to close with Best Weekend Bets. And it's going to be kind of a short episode, but one I really hope you listen to. And even if you've only listened to this far... Thank you for doing that. We really appreciate that. And if you're looking for something to do in Washington, D.C. tonight, on Thursday night, go to Dino's Grotto, and we'll explain why. Without further ado, here's my chat with Priya. Mm, I think writing about food definitely helps the world. So you're in that category. That's a wonderful place to start. Let's start with you writing about food. Uh, You are a, a food writer, but you're one of my least favorite food writers because you don't like meat. (laughs) Um, I thought you were going to say you're one of my least favorite food writers because you tend to be overly positive. No, that's a good thing. You want (laughs) to... So you you, you don't just write for British Young Things. You also write for Washington City Paper. You also write for Dining Traveler and other places. Correct. That's Um, correct. But but it is all vegan stuff or alcohol, but that counts as vegan Um, for the most part. Yeah, so vegetarian and definitely alcohol. (laughs) <laughs> so how long have you been a vegetarian? So I, became, I went to UCLA, and mm-hmm. as you know, all the crazy liberal Californians um, will have some sort of effect on you. And for me, it made me vegetarian. Um, and that was when I was in college. And so it's been, it's been a while. It's probably been like maybe 16 years. And not one part of you misses or craves anything whenever you smell it or walk by it or anything like that. No, not at all. In fact, I've almost gone the other way. Like, I find myself wanting to eat even, like, dairy less and less. Like, I find myself just gravitating towards vegetables more. But I think that also has to do with the fact that, like, especially in D.C., but I notice it all around the world, the vegetarian cuisine has just, like, blown up. There's so many more options. There's so much more creativity. There's so many more ingredients that chefs are using. And so I, I just find it easier and easier to be vegetarian. You're currently in New York City, is that correct? Yes. Um, I'm in New York City through, not through my food writing work, but because of my day job. Um, I'm here for, we have an office in New York, so I'm just helping the New York office out. We will get to that, the day job, in a second. But it seems that D.C. might be the best vegetarian slash vegan city in the country, not because there's the most options, but because of the options that are here are very, very good. And it seems to be uh, sourced, I guess, with a sense of justice. Does that make sense? 
Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I will say, like, being here, I've been in New York a lot this summer for work, and I, I feel like the options in New York are much more plentiful. But in D.C., I agree, they're much more well thought out. You know, mm-hmm. each of our vegan and vegetarian restaurants has a theme. They have a particular angle that they're focusing on. Um, and there's no, like, as far as I can tell, there's no, like, shitty vegan place. We're in New York. You know, I mean, there's so many that mm-hmm. they're definitely not so great options. And you got to, like, pick out the good ones. Uh, you have to recommend a vegan place or a vegetarian spot to somebody that proclaims to only love meat. What is a place that you could recommend where they won't <laughs> even notice that they're missing a certain type of protein? I would definitely recommend Farewell. Okay. Um, yeah, their menu is like super comfort food. Um, they, I, I find that meat eaters need the meat substitutes more, and Farewell just does such an impeccable job of cooking those items that you're not even going to notice the difference. This morning, I was at an event at Equinox because they were. It was like the launch of this uh, not egg egg product. So they're the oh yeah, <laughs> they're the second restaurant in the country to serve this not a vegan egg essentially. Uh, what are your thoughts on replacing uh, products with, I guess, imposter products? Like because it seems that vegetarian food is getting a little bit further away from like this is your fake chicken cutlet or this is your fake piece of bacon and more just like this is a, a we're not doing that at all anymore we're just presenting vegetables in a unique way what are your thoughts on substitutes Yeah I mean I think substitutes are a great thing because I think people are different and different people have different cravings and different interests so I I know a lot of vegetarians and vegans who need the substitute. Like, they need the veggie burger. Mm-hmm. They need something that looks like a burger, tastes like a burger, smells like a burger, and they're going to pretend like they're eating a burger, but they know it's vegan. Whereas I think other people, and I think I probably fall, fall, fall in the latter category, is I'm happy for to eat just items that are made purely out of vegetables. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the level of innovative cooking and the innovative creation of products is mind-blowing like some of these vegan cheeses are like you can't you really can't tell the difference and the vegan eggs i think are awesome i haven't tried the ones at equinox but shook does one um that is just like it tastes like an omelet i mean it's wild and it's made out of like chickpea flour my only problem with shook i love shook my only problem with shook is i it's one of the few vegetarian or vegan spots where what after i eat their food i actually feel like if I ate a burger, I wouldn't if it consumed as many calories. It's just because it's so bread heavy and I love it so much and it's probably bad for me in a way. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's bad. I think the problem is the, the portions are huge. And that's true whenever you're going to eat out at any kind of restaurant. Mm-hmm. What I would recommend there is just get their bowl. I think they do it in like a lettuce version or a rice version. Um, not to tell you what works on a radio, but, uh, nothing, people don't like hearing about bowls in any way whatsoever. I don't like hearing about bowls when I'm eating a bowl (laughs) from one of these places. It's one of the least appetizing ways to serve and or talk about food. That's not a knock on you whatsoever. That's a knock on fast casual at at all. Like it's just, it's so disappointing. A burger is a hundred percent better than everything in a bowl. I'm sorry. It doesn't matter what's on the burger. It could be a vegan burger. I don't care. Just I don't want to talk about bowls anymore. I shouldn't have brought that up, and I'd like to apologize to you. Uh, is there? But any- look, I mean, I'm. I, you know, I would actually agree with you. I mean, I just grabbed lunch at a vegan spot in DC. I mean, in New York, and they're like, "Do you want the bowl version or the sandwich version?" I'm like, "Definitely the sandwich." Mm-hmm. Like a bowl is not appealing to me either. 
But I would say, you know, for, if somebody's looking for the healthier option, that's all I can give you. On oh, the other sure. hand, I, I'm like, just take the bread. It's okay. You, you know, it's just carbs. You can walk it off. <laughs> you Have you ever had a problem with weight? Um, well, in college, but that was just from drinking too much. Yeah, exactly. That's just like normal college stuff. But I'm wondering because uh, we get to go on these very stupid dinners that are very, very nice and are it's, it's way too many calories that is required. And um, if you do this a lot during the week, it's it kind of, it's not that different than drinking in college where it's just all of a sudden I've consumed 2,000 more calories than I thought I was going to. Um, I'm assuming it's a little bit different for you considering the type of cuisine you're eating. You're not probably going to a steakhouse. Right. But I, even though it's vegetarian food, I mean, there are places like I'll go to an Italian place and they'll give it, you know how these like media dinners are. I'll have six, seven courses. Mm-hmm. Um, and no, I mean, I, I mean, I'll, you know, I would love to be like, no, I'm just naturally, I don't gain weight, but actually I work out every single day. What's your routine? Um, I run almost every single day. How are your knees? My knees are good. Um, I also do a lot. I do strength training. So I occasionally will run and go to like a boot camp. And so I find that if I keep my muscles sort of strong, like I do a lot of squats, I do a lot of lifting, then I, I don't get injured when I'm running. Do you feel like you need to work out not because of the food, but because of your day-to-day job is sort of, uh, I'd say, stressful? Yeah, I would agree with that. The, the running for me is, um, I have the added benefit of burning calories, but it's it's 75% just therapeutic for me, yeah. I think that's a wonderful transition to your day job. Would you like, are you willing to talk about your day job? Sure, definitely. Okay. Uh, the reason I'm even bringing this up is because this Thursday, on Thursday, uh, June 28th, there's, a, there's an event that you're a part of. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. And it's at Dino's Grotto and Shaw. Uh, that's, that's in Shaw, the neighborhood Shaw. Uh, and this is a great thing because it's, uh, it's some, it's a place that people would go to anyways. And it's, uh, a place that people would order food and drink and already, uh, take advantage of the happy hour. But what you're doing, uh, makes the world a legitimately better place. What are you doing with this event? Okay. So this Thursday, Dino's has, um, very, generously offered to host a benefit for the organization that I work for, which means anytime between 5 and 10 p.m., anybody who shows up and orders something off the bar menu, 20% of the proceeds from that will go to the organization that I work at, which is uh, Kids in Need of Defense. Okay. And <clears throat> Really quick before we go any further, Kids in Need of Defense. Why would kids need defense right now? What's going on? <laughs> That's an excellent question. So Kids in Need of Defense was actually founded in 2008. So this is our 10-year anniversary. And we were founded, um, actually, this is kind of interesting, through a joint venture between uh, Microsoft and Angelina Jolie. And the reason that they founded this organization was because there was a massive refugee crisis going on in Central America, and thousands upon thousands of kids were coming from Central America to the United States fleeing the violence that was taking place there. So KIND was founded to provide all of these kids who are coming with legal representation because there's no right to counsel in any immigration court proceeding. And Microsoft and Angelina and our president, Wendy Young, felt very strongly that no child should have to appear in court without an attorney by their side. So 
that the number of kids coming over continued to grow. There was sort of a peak in 2014 when 70,000 unaccompanied minor kids came. Um, since then, the numbers have declined somewhat. But this year, as you probably have heard in the news, we have the added crisis of not just the unaccompanied minor kids coming, but the kids who came with families, but then in fact were separated from their parents by our uh, wonderful government. And um, those kids have now become unaccompanied by virtue of the fact that the government separated them from their kids, from their parents. So um, we have an additional several thousand children who are currently in the United States who need legal representation. And so one of the reasons why we're trying to promote our organization and, and get the word out about the work we do and seek further funding is so that we can provide representation to this additional pool of children that are now deemed unaccompanied. So this is your day job. This is the thing that when you're not covering food stuff, the reason why you might need a drink after work, this is what you're <laughs> spending your time doing. Yes, this is what I do during the day. And yes, and then I seek comfort in the wonderful food and drinks that um, we have in D.C. So this is some very heavy, very important, wonderful, and very depressing stuff. Uh, yes, it can be very heavy at times. Um, you know, and it's, it's compounded by the fact that unfortunately there's a lot of negativity in our country about immigrants, even though we only work with children. So Kind's entire mission is solely to work with um, unaccompanied minors. So it's hard for me to sort of fathom this level of um, hatred and, and lack of empathy for, for kids, but it's definitely out there. So, you know, I used to work in the foster care system for a long time, and in many ways that was more depressing, but, but still there was always this societal sympathy to kids in the foster care system. And it's, it's very different in the work I do now. Um, and that sometimes can be hard to take. What, this is not your job from, to answer. And, and if you feel put on the spot, I apologize. But is there anything a normal person that is not a lawyer that does not work normally with children? Besides going to stuff like what you're doing on Thursday, is there anything on a day-to-day -day basis or an organization, something like that, where you think that people that mean well could do something positive in a realistic manner? Definitely. So one of the things I would suggest is if anybody's interested in volunteering, we always, always, always need Spanish speakers to volunteer. To volunteer. Um, our kids are represented by attorneys, but they're also represented by pro bono attorneys in the community who don't always speak Spanish. So we always need translators. So if anybody's ever interested in volunteering um, in that capacity, they can reach out to KIND. Um, there are plenty of emails on our website. Um, and we would be happy to put you on our volunteer uh, interpreter list. You can also not just attend fundraising uh, events like the one at Dino's on Thursday, but you can create your own. Nothing makes us happier than to have events where you're raising money. And even, not, even if not money, just sort of talking about KIND and the work that we do, and we're always happy to send a staff member to sort of like meet and greet people. Um, we, you can also have a drive. So for example, a lot of our clients um, are impoverished and don't have access to things like Metro cards, or they can't use Uber to get to our offices to, to have interviews with their attorneys. And so we always, you know, an awesome thing is if someone holds, holds like a, a drive for Uber cards and just donates a whole bunch of Uber gift card stuff. 
So there are a lot of sort of um, ways you can you can do things. And then what I would suggest is outside of Kind, there are all, a ton of organizations that um, will hook you up with mentoring opportunities if you want to be a mentor to a kid. Um, and that that's always a great option too because a lot of our kids who are unaccompanied don't have a lot of resources or family and friends in the community and they could benefit from having someone to look up to. So this is great. So this is, if you want to throw money at the problem, do that. If you want to throw time at the problem, do that. If you want to post on Facebook and blah, 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 and be angry about it, promote the event. Like there's a way to, to make it slightly better uh, very, very easily. The website is supportkind.org. Correct? Yeah, okay. that's correct. Yeah, um, no, that's correct. I, I wasn't sure if you were going to say something else. Yeah, no, that's definitely our website. There's a ton of information on there. You can always also find me through BYT's yeah. website. Um, and I'm happy to, you know, we have a whole set of volunteer opportunities. Um, some, sometimes they can even just be on an ad hoc basis, just like a one-time, you know, a clinic or something that we're running, and you could volunteer there. Um, and, and so feel free definitely to reach out and we're happy to brainstorm ideas with you. You know, my neighbor called me the other day and she said, I want to do something. So I was like, all right, what, do you have any ideas? And she went out and she bought a keg and she sent an email to like all the listeners in the neighborhood and everybody came over and bought beer from the keg and she raised 1500 bucks. Yeah, that's, that's smart. That's really smart. Yeah. But so, I mean, way, and it, it was like no work for her. She, all she had to do was buy this keg. That's so awesome. yeah. Uh, Kind is based in D.C., Baltimore. Uh, it's not in Chicago, so if you're listening to there, uh, just throw money at the problem. Uh, but also New York, <laughs> uh, L.A., Boston, Atlanta, Houston, New York, lots of places. Uh, this is one of those tangible things that is it's a national story. Uh, I'm going to take a strong stance here. Uh, BYT is not uh, in favor of locking children up uh, for no apparent reason. So uh, that's a strong statement I just made, and I'm going to stand by it. <laughs> This is a thing that you are doing that is helping. And you're not doing this alone, by the way. Uh, you're, you're an editor for a different site that you write for, uh, help put this together, uh, Jessica from The Dining Traveler. So thank you to Jessica from The Dining Traveler. And I'd like to apologize for not stepping up and realizing I should have been doing this the entire time as well. <laughs> no worries. There are always going to be future opportunities. And yes, Jessica is great. Um, you know, should this actually came out of her posting on Facebook that she was feeling helpless. Um, and all it took was one text for me to say, nobody's helpless. There are always things we can do. Let's brainstorm. And then we looped in um, Dean from Dino's and this is happening. And, and we're, we're super excited um, that, that this is happening. And I'm really looking forward. We have almost 100 RSVPs at this point. So I'm really excited about going and, and meeting everybody and, and talking about the, the cause and the situation and, and looping in some volunteer efforts. Anything we could do to help, let us know. I'm very grateful that you took time out of your very busy schedule, a very important job, to talk about this stuff. <laughs> um, I'm also grateful that we have another contributor at British Young Things who's currently in Guatemala, participating in Chefs for Guatemala with uh, all the good work Jose Andreas is doing. So, um, Oh, yeah, nice. That's yeah, awesome. Yes, BYT publishes a lot of silly stuff. And yes, we just announced our True Crime Festival. And that might go to the opposite of this, but we, in theory, are providing the divorce from reality that you might need after you spend all day working on stuff like this. Uh, and hopefully we can get people out to Dino's Grotto tonight, Thursday, June 28th, for this special event. It's going all night, and even if you can't make it for that hour, uh, there's always a way to help out on the site. It's supportkind.org. And you said some of this is, you could write it off for taxes? 
Definitely. Um, if you make a donation on Kind's website, you'll get an email that will give you all the information about how to um, take it off your taxes. So there you go. So even if you're just selfish and you want to save money but feel good about it, that's a good way to do it. Is there any other plugs you want to get in before we move on? Um, no, that's pretty much it. Um, you know, I, I love being a contributor for BYT, and I agree. It gives me um, an enormous amount of mental comfort to be able to escape into the world of, of food and drink. So, um, yeah, I, I think everything you guys write about is great. And I'm looking forward to the True Crime Festival. I just saw it posted this morning. Mm -hmm. <laughs> great. If you are still listening to this, for Best Weekend Bets, I'd like to thank you. I realize I have a cold and I don't sound so great, but it doesn't really matter. My illness has nothing to do with your enjoyment. Every Thursday on British Young Things, we publish our Best Weekend Bets. We publish picks for Washington, D.C. We publish picks for Chicago, Illinois, New York City, New York, and LGBTQ events in Washington, D.C. So what I'm going to do for you is give a few picks, three per day, for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, of, for this weekend in Washington, D.C. So let's begin with what we've been talking about on this show with Priya already. Our pick of the night is clearly going to be her happy hour at Dino's Grotto. Go to this. If you're anywhere near Washington, D.C., please, please go to this. Uh, another thing we recommend is uh, Bonobo at Flash. We wholeheartedly recommend it. That made our your best June roundup. We also like Ike Riley and the North Country at Jam and Java. If you listened to the show before, you might know that Andrew Grossman was a recent guest. That is why that is one of our picks for tonight. For Friday night, uh, we're going to recommend Town. This is one of Town's last weekend. This might be the this is the last weekend of Town. Uh, Town's an incredibly important LGBTQ uh, friendly club in Washington D.C. We've published thousands of photos of drag shows from Town. So this is the final Friday at Town. Clearly, that is on top of the docket. If you are a Ben Folds fan, you'll enjoy the National Symphony Orchestra's Declassified. Ben Folds presents John Batiste, Kishi Bashi, Kishi Bashi. Oh boy, that sounds real bad. We've published photos of Kishi Bashi before. I don't know why I can't say it now. Anyways, and Joachim Horsley, that's at the Kennedy Center. And our Best Weekend Best theme is actually uh, Glow, because Season 2 of Glow is released on Netflix this Friday. So stay home and watch that, because wrestling is fantastic. On Saturday... We're going to recommend hanging out with the friends of the National Zoo at the National Zoo. They turn 60 years old this Saturday. It's a wonderful organization. They do a lot of conservation work. Uh, go to that. It's from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Hanging out with humans and animals alike. Another thing that we're really interested in attending is a, the wine mixer. They're run by No Kings Collective. Please Bring Chips pre presents Laissez Faire, a natural wine social to so do that. Uh, if you think drinking wine all day is a bad idea, you know, calories, it's bad for your heart, whatever. Uh, hang out on the 9th annual Tour D DCPL and bike around a bunch of DC public libraries. That seems like a more reasonable thing to do. And on Sunday, we're going to recommend Oso Oso at Songbird. This show made our uh, summer concert picks for the month of, for actually for the entire summer. So go to Oso Oso at Songbird. Another show that's happening is Reba McIntyre at Wolf Trap. Here's a fun fact. I've seen every episode of Reba. I cannot tell you the plot of Reba. I cannot tell you one thing that happened in one episode, but I'm positive they've seen every episode of Reba. Also, Sunday is the first Friday, is the first uh, day of the month. It's the first uh, Sunday of July, so that means it's Free Community Day at the National Museum of Women in the Arts. If you're still listening to this now, thank you so much. Find more content from us at Brightest Young Things. 
Dot-com, we have a brand new series that I'm very proud of. It's uh, My partner wants to burn this, and uh, we highlight articles of clothing that are polarizing, the kind of articles of clothing that you are incredibly proud to own, but your significant other wishes didn't exist. So thanks for listening, everybody. If you're available tonight, once again, go to Dino's Grotto. It's the easiest way to help. Uh, you'll be able to get fed and or drunk. So do that. Make the world a better place uh, via commerce. That's <laughs> a weird thing to say. Please do that. Uh, Once again, my name is Brandon Weatherby. Thanks for listening, everybody, and have a wonderful night.